Welcome to another episode of View from the Stands podcast, and we are back and at it again here. I'm Sterling. You can find me on Twitter at Sterling Newt. My co-host alongside me, as always, is D, and you can find me on Twitter at Chicago Jones DW. Official Twitter page for the show is at BFTF Podcast. You can also search us on uh, Apple Music and SoundCloud, BFTS Podcast, and then last on YouTube, watching us at View from the Stands Podcast. Let's get it, man. Yeah. So as far as today's agenda, we got a WTF moment uh, to talk about. We'll get into a couple things off the NFL field um, that are uh, topics of conversation right now. And then um, playoffs. We had a nice, very nice first round wild card round of the playoffs. That's, that's why I'm looking forward to this weekend. Cause I'm like, I was, I was highly entertained. <laughs> yes, it made the money too. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a plus. Um, so we'll get into that, and then on the uh, Bears side of things, um, we have a new president and CEO. So we'll talk about that. Um, also, hearing some other things that are just you know off-season things related to the Senior Bowl, you know, management front office things, and of course the number one draft pick coming up. So all that and more on today's show. Starting it off, though, WTF, Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. She um, yeah. broke up with her boyfriend. Right? Bro- bro- I, broke up. I, I mean, I guess that's what you right. want to call it. Right. The, 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 way I found, the way I found about it out about it was Shakira trolls boyfriend's mother or her ex-mother-in-law, I guess, by playing her music and having a witch mannequin facing her place. So then you go and look into it, like, why why is she going through all this trouble? She got the music blasting, like, 24 hours. She's blasting one of her songs, and there's a there's a, a mannequin uh, dressed like a witch facing her mother-in-law's place. I'm like, she can't, like, she, her, you, you think of her, like, you know, kind of a Latin Beyonce, like, you know, she's not you know, out here, you know, doing dirt. What's going on? Nobody was sliding, man. Nobody was sliding, man. It's cheaper to keep her, man. You got to keep your wife happy. You got to keep your woman happy. <laughs> can't, be, can't be out here messing up like that. And what was crazy to me, and I, I want to hear you chime in on it. They were talking about how women are like, they should be all FBI agents or like, the best, you know, Secret Service, CSI agents out here because we're talking about Shakira who performed at the Super Bowl. Platinum, many times over, international superstar. And still got fine to come home and find one little thing that messed a man up. Yeah, and what that one little thing was is she found that uh, the strawberry jam was was done. It was gone. Somebody ate it all. And she's like, um, my, my boo over here, he doesn't eat strawberry jam. Not like every now and then but like not ever when it comes to strawberry never, never ever i know him i know i know my man <laughs> he ain't had it in his life not what ever, happened not to one. my damn jam right look she looking for her fuckers. <laughs> oh yeah so man got caught up because he he had old girl in the house boot up boot up come on man sterling like look those days are long. We are we are grown ass men out here. You are happily married. I'm single myself, but we both of the ilk of those days of if you want to do some stuff on the side are long but behind us. Primarily, 
not you know obviously wanting to be a good man but primarily the word peace <laughs> you know what i'm saying like man like you like like you like you don't want woman out here looking through your phone while you sleep you know try, going behind like why you want to live that life bro why, and you got shakira of all people like you yeah. know it's like, I, look I, I'm, I'm a fan of jay you know how i feel about that situation like come on bro like you yeah like it, it's hard enough out here in these streets you don't want to be out here, and you don't want to be out here in these streets after you made a monumental f up like that. Because I ask you, if you're gonna be doing that, how do you have her at your crib eating your booze snacks, like yeah. parlaying up in your place? Yeah, and the only he he was he was doing way too much. That, that's all I can really say. Doing, doing the way most. Too much on that. Doing, <laughs> doing way too much. Just. <laughs> Like, and if she eating snacks like that, you, like you don't even know it's gone, and she was hella comfortable up in there. Right. Like she was in the right. in the refrigerator right. by she, herself. She, you didn't right, go exactly. She, 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 she walking in like nowhere to bread and knife is at, and grabbing the jam, making sandwiches and stuff. Why you you in another room? Like she is hella comfortable. Right. And y'all play. Yeah. Foul. So, Flag on the play. Yeah. So uh that was the WTF moment we saw this week. We had to to go into a mention. Yeah, I mean, because um, you know, like I said, she did the Super Bowl, Beyonce did the Super Bowl, and Riri. Yeah, Riri's coming up next. Riri's she coming. Yeah. She she coming. This gonna be this <laughs> gonna be good because we haven't seen her for a while. You know, she got baby, uh, you know, his what three four months now or right. something like that and baby so. and the baby done done all right going on to uh some other items that we had any other wtf moments you had okay um so uh, the other thing i want to get into more so uh, changing gears get into the nfl front um lamar jackson we all talked about it here this year that he had um, his contract was coming to an end, um, potentially being franchise tag this year in some fashion, and didn't finish the season because of injury. Of course, uh, as we know now, the Ravens lost the playoff game to the Bengals, and of course, um, Lamar didn't play. So the number one thing comes, what are the Ravens going to do when it comes to his contract? Um they did actually have their press conference today and their ownership was, uh, I should say GM was indicating that they do plan on bringing them back. Um, John Harbaugh expressed that as well. Um, the Ravens actually let go of their offensive coordinator or decided to part ways, however you want to call it. He, he won't be back next year. Greg Roman will be going uh, most likely somewhere else. Um, Step one. So, <laughs> right. Step one. So they already said Lamar Jackson will have some say in um, the offensive coordinator hire. And Lamar Jackson, you know, played with uh, uh, or his head coach, his head coach in college, Bobby Petrino is more of a uh, pro uh, offensive style. So we'll, we'll be interesting to see who they go and who they may tap for offensive coordinator. But all those signs point to Lamar Jackson coming back. But 
if he doesn't, they could apply the franchise tag or the non-exclusive tag. And the non-exclusive one is the one that I think they probably will go with. And um, what that means is with, with that one, he could potentially sign somewhere else. Another team can make an offer. I, I believe the Ravens still get an opportunity to match that. But if he, go, if he signs and accepts the other offer with the other team or whatnot, they get two first-round picks. Right, right. So it's like, hey, if you go somewhere else, if they sign you, we're going to get something back. And I, I think they do get the opportunity to match the offer. But that's been one of the issues that they've had is just being able to, to get to an offer standpoint and agreement. Um, so it, that could be an option. The franchise tag would be, you know, you're not going anywhere. You can only talk to us still. And either if we, if we don't work out a deal, oh, well, you're, you're still with us next year. Um, any thoughts on that, D? Um, about, about the, the, the money situation or the contract situation. First off, I think, like you said, the second, um, option would probably be better just because, if you say it looks like he's coming back, I mean, I, I'm looking right now that it's probably 50 50 just because there's a whole lot of stuff that's up in the air. More importantly, you know, hey, if I'm coming back, you know, what are some guarantees that we have as far as negotiations? And I don't see that happening between them because they ain't done it so far. So mm -hmm. there's a situation where, you know, Lamar Jackson could be playing somewhere else. I mean, it, it's weird because they find. Roquan Smith, who, you know, if you would have asked me between the two players who don't have an agent, which one's going to get a deal first, I would have thought it was going to be Lamar just for his, you know, longevity with the team and yeah. stuff like that. But I don't know what's going on with him um, and them as far as the negotiations. But I tell you, man, like, he's in a weird position because no matter what, they could just, and especially after he sat out the way he did, whether it was injury, whether it was the contract or both, they could just be spiteful and not give him another, you know, not give him an extension, you know, push it out another year if he comes back. And that's, that's going to be even more bad blood. I don't, I don't know. I, right now I'm like, he could be playing somewhere else. That's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I, I, I do think it's not out of realm that he could be playing somewhere else. I, I agree with you on that front. Um, I would say initially, though, based on the comments that the the Ravens, um, you know, front office and, and head coach made today, that they do want to bring him back. At the same point, it has to be a, a two-way street. If he's like, I don't want to come back or, you know, I want to go uh, somewhere else. At least they get makes, their compensation. <laughs> right, right. He makes a contract uh, negotiations difficult that, hey, you know, that may – be a situation they go down, but I, I could see them getting to a point here of just, you know what, we'll, we'll take the two picks. If, uh, if, if, if you sign with somebody else and we'll go from there. Um, the other thing, um, to bring up speaking of picks and, and potential trading of picks, uh, Sean Payton is potentially coming back, uh, to the NFL as head coach. And there were reports that I saw today saying that, um, it could be, uh, a first uh, potentially like for the Panthers, maybe two first round picks just because that's in the division, you know, Broncos, maybe a first and a third. Um, seems like a lot to give up for a head coach. Um, I also saw that Russell Wilson reached out to him. I mean, um, wants him to be the Broncos head coach. 
not only that, but he gave him a vote of confidence, uh, endorsement, whatever, everything. In that press conference, you know, we still, we talked about, like, he made it very clear that he would like him to be there. And when you had the situation that they had with, with Russell and the expectations of the fans and the disappointment with the previous head coach at Hackett, like, the fan base is going to expect them to move hella high wire to go get it. But the thing is, you don't, you're going to give up a first and something else or when even you, a- When you already mortgaged. And, and, and got Russell on the books, books. Right, and the thing is, they don't have the first round pick this year. I don't think they have. They have. They gave up their one first round pick. I don't think they have another one this year. Um, so the first round pick, if they were to give them one, it wouldn't be until next year. Or if you give them the second this year, so then that means you're not picking until round three or later. Yeah. You're still a team that only won. You know, I forgot what four or five games a season, like. That's a rough start to start. I mean, I know you got, I know you got the quarterback, but that's a rough start to, a rough place to start. So, what you got to ask yourself as a franchise and as a fan base: Do you think going and getting Sean Payton and whatever it takes to go get Sean Payton? Do you think that that's going to bring you a return on your investment, which is a ring? Because if not, then go ahead and look at the Rams right now and what's going yeah. on with them. And Sean McVay looking like he wanted to take a TV job because fuck them picks. Them chickens came home to roof. They got a ring out right. of it. Do you right. think you're going to get a ring out of it? Because if not, you right. may want to think twice. Yeah. Now, Sean McVay did say he's coming back. So they, they did uh, fire some folks today. <laughs> but he said he is coming back um, and he's going he's gonna to try and stick it through, I guess. So we'll see how that uh, plays out. Um You can tell I I wasn't on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Going into the uh, playoffs, um, starting with the first set of game. Playoffs? Playoffs? (laughs) Um, Brock Brock Purdy is the the next Tom Brady, right? That's that's, what everybody's telling us. That's what everybody's telling me. Um, I mean, he put up some numbers, bro, but that supporting cast is that supporting cast. I mean, right. That's how I feel, man. That's and, and Shanahan, like so he, he get it done. Like we, we, I, I, dude, we we said that we've been seeing it ever since we was in college with Orlandis Gary, um, Clinton Portis, Mike Anderson. Like he gets it done with all he needs is his type of pieces, and it seems like he's doing that with quarterbacks too. Like what they may want to do if they really want a um a um uh, what you want to call it, like a dynasty is just trade trade Lance. <laughs> get what you can get and and reset that rookie contract with Birdie. I don't necessarily think he's the, the second coming to Tom Brady, but again, with Shanahan, he's enough. Right. With Shanahan, he's definitely enough because Shanahan has proven um, he, he can make miracles work in terms of just putting the right people in his scheme. And John Lynch has done a great job of giving him weapons um, that match his scheme and they they really just need somebody that knows how to to come in there and and drive um you know just drive you know get on and off the highway speed up what we need to slow down what we need to hit the red light go in this green <laughs> that's that's what they need um <laughs> right. so, so so you um, think he's gonna he's gonna do enough to steer the car against the cowboys next week it's 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 going to be a question of what this weekend, I should say. Up. 
Yeah, this weekend. It's going to be a question of what Cowboys team shows up because the Cowboys team that showed up against Tampa Bay and won that game was a lot different than the Cowboys team we've seen most of this year. I did not expect that. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect that at all. I didn't Two expect things. them to come out, and I didn't expect. I mean, I haven't been watching the Bucks. A lot of people said that they looked flat and they were injured this year, and they were kind of limped into the playoffs. But that wasn't the Brady I was expecting either. Like, and that yeah. that's that's making me think your boy might be in Oakland next year. <laughs> yeah, he he very well could be in Oakland. It's already been talked about as far as the McDaniel's uh, connection. Uh, we could see that happening. As, as far as the the game, though, um, with the, the 49ers Cowboys, um, it's going to be tough. I just I feel like the 49ers um, have too many weapons offensively, and I think overall Shanahan's probably a better coach um, in the grand scheme of things than what is going to happen with the Cowboys. Like either Kellen Moore is going to do something, or um, Shanahan is just going to be able to out, out play, out coach um, Quinn uh, from a defensive standpoint. And I, I've been, you know, ever since we played them the first season, I've been watching this 49ers team kind of like off and on because their defense is so good. One of the players, man, it's like I, I remember when I first saw Keenan Allen and it was like every game he got like nine, ten catches. I'm like, this dude's going to be good. They got a little Palomalu like safety. I forget his name. Yeah, he is, I know you're he talking about. I forget his everywhere. Name everywhere like yeah. uh, from usc damn near carbon copy type type of player too and him you know plus you know uh you know magabosa over there like they get <laughs> their, their defense is scary man so when you put that with shanahan like yeah i don't know if the cowboys and and that surprised surprised us so much i think there's going to be not necessarily a bad game but a regression to the game, especially against this defense Yeah, I could I could see that happening. I could definitely see that happening with Dak. Um, I think the Cowboys will. I think their defense will make Purdy um, look uh, a little off. I, I won't. Say, Same thing. I think, Same thing with him. Regression yeah. to the mean for both of them quarterbacks. Actually. Yeah. 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 So I could definitely see that, but I, I do think in the long run, the uh, the uh, 49ers will probably edge him out um, at home um, for that game. The uh, Chargers fumbled the bag tremendously against the Jaguars. They were up. Look, you want, to talk about, you want to talk about step one? Look, he, he fired, he fired their OC and quarterbacks coach too. And when I talk about yeah. step one, me and Stella have this inside joke like, before a head coach is about to get fired, like there's these steps you always see, right? You always see like um, he'll fire the, the offensive coordinator first, you know, or, or if he's an offensive hit coach, what he'll do is he'll start to take over the play call. You know, he may not fire the OC. He'll take over the play call. Now, if taking over the play call, and if he's that offensive coordinator doesn't work, then that then that offensive coordinator is going to get fired. Or if the defense is, you know, is getting scored on, then the defense there's the the first step is always fire the coordinator. And then if the quarterback is playing bad, then step two, like you saw with the Colts, is change the quarterback. Now, he don't got a step two as far as the quarterback is concerned with the Chargers. So, this step one better work. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because otherwise, if it doesn't work, he's gone next year. Um, so, of course, the Jaguars uh, beat the Chargers there, came back, um, did it at home. This week, they go on the road to the Chiefs and um, 
Trevor Lawrence did the the um, not so smart thing in basically giving the Chiefs fans some fuel to the fire and saying that he didn't think um, the Chiefs stadium was going to be much louder than it was in Jacksonville. And everybody knows. Like, you must be at your goddamn mind. That's basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, That's basically. I, it's one of those things on Twitter. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what, what are you talking about? Like, the Chiefs are known for having the, the, one of the um, highest decibel, whatever. Uh, like, this, this is this is what we know for for decades. Like, since we was little right. kids, the Derek like, Thomas days. Right, <laughs> it, the fans screamed the whole time. Like, what are you, Jacksonville? Come on now, that stadium is not built the same. It's not the same interaction. So, it, you just gave them fuel to the fire. So early on, they're gonna be on ten, and the Chiefs are gonna win. Like they might try to put up a hundred on. They're not gonna go that far. But 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 no, but you're not gonna go that far. But 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 Andy like, Andy Reid's no, not gonna do that. Andy, to Andy will call the dogs off. He's not gonna after, do that to his boy Doug. Right, he will call the dogs off after. <laughs> however, comma after is about like right after it's thirty five. It's thirty five <laughs> to three in the third yeah. quarter. You know what I mean? And it's like you might want right. to, yeah. And that's just because it it got out right. of control real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, Bills. They won against the Dolphins, but it didn't. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. They were up. We thought we were about to see another comeback, but the bad thing about it is, Tua wasn't at quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't at quarterback. You know, you know, you know my show. Listen to him every day. They was looking. Tua was in there. I don't want that try. I'm off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Tua, it again, it again. I like if Tua was in that game, I don't want that try. You know that that uh, the Stephen X like, bro. I and and whether they were being facetious or not, they had a chance to win it at the end. You know they thought they had a first down and didn't kind of thing. So give them another yeah. 10, 30 seconds. You're in a dog fight with a third string on the Dolphins, man. Like I I as much as at home, yeah, at home, yeah. Like and, and as much as they America's team and, and Hamlin strong right now and everything, like right. I I I, I mean I think I think they might get expo- exposed. Yeah. I think they might get exposed right. against the Bengals. Right. Yeah, and so the the Bengals are going to Buffalo. Um, this will be a Sunday game. And, and they and, and they ready. We've been talking about this offense. We've been sneaking this offense in every show. We've been hey, look, top of the bank. Have we not? Right. Have we not? No, we have. <laughs> we have. Because the, the thing is, is is you know, you you saw the team last year, and everybody looked at the team last year and said this was a team that got to the Super Bowl too early. And to some extent, I think we we still look back at last year and say, yeah, that's that's a true statement. Like nobody thought the Bengals were going to get to the Super Bowl. And at the same point, they still did get there too early because of some of the issues that we saw that they had, um, spe- specifically on the offensive line, where they needed to have some upgrades. And they weren't they weren't at a position to have those upgrades yet based on the other moves that they made of prioritizing getting um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So it, it made sense that they were 
a year behind in kind of developing the rest of their team. But they was a year ahead. Of but that doesn't mean that they're going <laughs> to fall back. Right. That doesn't, right. It doesn't mean to go fall back the next year. And they started out slow. But again, we said that they started out slow because Joe Burrow did have the appendectomy or whatever. So he didn't uh, uh, he really didn't start the season from a um, training camp standpoint. So they've been slowly building. Yeah, and and we were um, we and we were talking about how, like, oh, at least I remember saying maybe they're just kind of hitting that sophomore slump. Like maybe they're just kind of like the Super Bowl hangover, and we'll see later on early in the season. We were saying, you know, it's still early. We'll see, and they were still treading water in that division. Buffalo better be scared. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I, I actually like the Bengals in this game. You know, I think they still they 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 still got a chip from last year. Um, the interesting thing too is, you know, of course, the last time they met, um, the Mar Hamlin injury didn't finish the game. So, and I remember somebody saying, uh, I don't remember because that that game is a blur to me. But like they were saying, how like the the Bengals were on their way to possibly winning that game. Yeah, well, it was still early in that game, so I wouldn't even say that. I mean, that what was that first quarter of that game, so that's hard to say. But and that's what I said. I don't um, remember him, but that's yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's gonna be a good game uh, coming up here this weekend, and then um, we have the uh, Vikings, Giants, Kirk Cousins, fourth and eighth. You got, you got to throw it, man. You got, they, to, you got to throw now it. Now they're to, defending to the it. Guy, give him a chance. Now they're defending it. And me and you said, like, the guy was, like, kind of open. But, again, fourth and eight, give the guy a shot. Right. Up there. Right. It's it's just a thing of fourth and eight. It's 100% fourth and eight. I understand that, you know, you may look at it and say he was covered third, second down, third down. You, you don't throw that throw. But fourth and eight, you don't have any other options. Instead, you throw it. Um, to your tight end who runs a three-yard out and has man-on-man coverage with a safety. It wasn't like he... And wouldn't he have was, got away. <laughs> right. It, it wasn't like it wasn't like the nearest defender was five yards away. Like, no, the defender was right there running with him stride for stride. So he, he makes the tackle game over. So, again, I felt that was one... Um, and and I, by no means I'm saying the full game is on Kirk Cousins, but unfortunately the visual, visual is that he does not show up in big time done. games right. and he didn't get it done. And that's, that's, that's what the visual is in this, this league because everything relies so much on the quarterback. And if we look at the, the clutch situation, the quarterback who has a responsibility ability of delivering the ball, delivered the ball complete, but not nowhere near what, what was needed to, to try and keep that drive alive. So um, Giants move on. Giants have the Eagles in Philly. Um, NFC East matchup. And speaking of visuals, like we got Daniel Jones, who already earned him some money, earned himself some yes. money. Again, does the Cinderella slipper, you know, fall off? Is, is it over? I think it will be over. I think the Eagles will get this one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've, know, been, getting a, they've been looking yeah. at chops. <laughs> Hurts getting another week off, making sure he he's you know good to go. I think the Eagles will get this one. Um, you know, I think um, Daniel Jones definitely earned some money. 
Um, he he's going to get a contract most likely this off season. Um, not sure if that's necessarily you know the right thing over the next five years, but at the same point in this league, you you hold on to what you have when it comes to the quarterback position when it's anything that's average or better. Um, and I'd say based on Danny uh, Danny uh, Jones play, Danny Jones play. He's been above average. Pay that man. Just, pay, pay that you know, man. He, he's been above average. Now, Go on and do you know, it. He, he, he may not be, you know, Super Bowl winner that you need, but he, he's above average right now. And the alternative is, is starting new with nothing in, in um, you know, no, no bullets in the chamber. And, and having a year or two left on Saquon's legs. Right. So you got to do it. Um, so that rounds out our playoff games here. Um for the weekend, uh, again, we have uh, Jags at Chiefs. Both think the Chiefs are going to win that game. Giants at Eagles. Both like the Eagles. Bengals, Bills. Are we both you Bengals? Split? Or? Yeah, are you you on the Bengals too? I'm on the Bengals. I'm on yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cowboys, 49ers. I, I think the 49ers, man. I think the 49ers are going to do it too. And it's strictly because right. of that defense. Like, yeah. Like, Brock, Brock Purdy against the 49ers defense. I mean, against the Cowboys defense, Dak against the 49ers defense. And then the coaches on the other side. It's going to even out of Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, though. I think it definitely be a good game. But I, I think the 49ers will edge them out in that one as well. So, um, transitioning, going on to the Chicago Bears. The um, Bears made some some news here on the front office side. Uh, Kevin Warren has been announced as the new CEO and president, uh, replacing Ted Phillips. It sounds like his full transition will probably take place in April, but you know, based on his press conference, uh, he indicated that he he feels he's already um, you know transitioning in, into the role and already you know in in the job responsibilities as he works with Ted to to get up to, to speed, but it'll probably be a, a 100% transition come April. Um, for those that don't know, he comes from uh, the Big 12 as, as the Big 12 commissioner for the last three years. Prior to that, he was with the Minnesota Vikings as uh, their chief operating office uh, officer for some time. And then uh, you know before that, he was with the Lions and also with uh, the St. Louis Rams. Um, and the, the couple things that I'll, I'll highlight and then I'll, I'll shut up and, and let you chime in, uh, Diaz one, um, he's been in football for a while, which is something that Ted Phillips, um, did not have. Um, so I think that is definitely a plus uh, on his side or a plus for us. Um, he, uh, has been a previous sports uh, agent, uh, which I thought was uh, interesting as well. It didn't seem like he had a lot of clients, but one of his clients was uh, Chris Zorch uh, from the Bears. Um, so he's he's you know has ties to the area. Um, he when he was with Minnesota, he was the uh, a part of the you know organization, part of the the, the front office, um, you know business side of things that. Um, uh, resulted in them building a new stadium. And of course, we know the Chicago Bears are uh, looking to purchase a property in Arlington Heights, which would then potentially be used or, um, you know, 
plan would be to use that for a new stadium and uh, set up there for the Chicago Bears. So he brings that experience with him as well. Um, and I think the last thing to, to mention, I'm, I'm sure you were going to mention, if I didn't, is uh, he is African-American. Um, and so I think um, uh, that is something, too, where we have a African-American CEO and president, African-American GM, African-American quarterback, um, you know, just goes a, a lot, uh, goes a long way in terms of representation. Um, so with that, um, your thoughts, Steve? Um, first and foremost, let's go ahead and cue, cue up the young Jeezy. My president is black. My lamp <laughs> is blue. I'll be goddamn it. My rims ain't too. Um, but no, man, I, you basically said everything. The, the, the one thing that I'll add on, and, and, I, and I was telling you this in the DMs, is that, man, just the direction um, in, in the hirings and what the hirings do. They won what they're saying, the, the, their you know mission statement, quote unquote, like, it just seems like there's a a new era in the Bears, and and it's you know it's funny that they're looking to you know leave Soldier Field and go into you know Arlington Heights. You know we we got a we got a quarterback. We like you said the entire office is black. It just seems like there's a a changing of the guard and a um a ushering in you know to 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 the new era of football and the new way of thinking and and, and some actual professionals. Like you were saying, like in, in the front office that you you don't question whether or not they're gonna get their job done. So I'm excited. Yeah, definitely excited. You know, both um, you know, when you look at Kevin Warren's resume and, and what he's done is definitely somebody that's earned it um from a standpoint as far as the business that he's been in. I was also reading here before the show that he was um, part of the legal team that assisted the uh, Kroenke family uh, in purchasing the Rams when they actually made that purchase um, back in the day. So, uh, I, you know, been around the football business side of things for a long time. But with that, of course, you know, comes, you know, an understanding of the football operation from a, a football side as well. So, he brings that, and um, I think we'll work uh, well with Ryan Poles. Hopefully that, that will be the case. And um, as you said, definitely excited to see where they can go. Um, staying in the front office, Ian Cunningham, who's, if I remember correctly, his assistant GM is basically Ryan Poles' right-hand man, is staying with the Chicago Bears for now. Um, he turned down, it was reported that Jay Glazer, uh, said that the Arizona Cardinals had offered him the GM spot before. Um, uh, I guess he, he turned that down and they went with somebody else. Uh, he did not uh, get offered the Tennessee job. Um, so it sounds like Cunningham will be coming back, which I think is is great for, for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when when I heard of it, you know, yeah, you, you want someone to, to advance their career, but at the same time, it's like, we got the band back again. So, and this is the crucial season, um, you know. So right. you know you can you can you can leave next year, you know. Go ahead and fulfill your wildest dreams, but let's let's build this foundation first. <laughs> right, and I feel like um, you know, I guess a couple of things I would say. One, like you said, as far as building the foundation, you know, this is the first real off season that they've had as far as the culmination uh, of the work done during the season. When I say they, I mean Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham because they they are kind of right hand mans when they. 
uh, were, were hired um, with the Bears. They first started staying together before they you know moved their families out there and whatnot. So um, I think he will be gone next year, though. Um, and with that, um, the Bears will get some compensation from, uh, I believe, the form of a couple third-round draft picks uh, with Ian Cunningham being um, a person of color. Um, why did he turn down Arizona, though? I think he probably turned it down because Kyler Murray's got that. Kyler Murray's got that big contract. He's like, ah, I don't know if, if, I, if I'm quite happy or if I would have done that. Uh, maybe he wants to go somewhere else where it's uh, different. You got to hire a head coach. Um, look, that's what I was about to say. Look, why did he turn it down? The same reason why old buddy been damn Tyler. <laughs> right. Cliff, Cliff uh, Kingsbury got fired. He was like, I'm going. Not picking up any calls. Went to tie Lions. I don't know I, you. Do not exist. Yeah, do not exist. I, I'll be back when I'm back. Who knows? Um, other news on the uh, front as far as the Bears. Um, Luke Getze will be the head coach for the Senior Bowl, which I think all Bears fans will agree that's just great for us because it gives us a little bit of inside sight on some of the draft picks, um, being able to see how these guys work, how they practice, how they um, you know compete. I think that's definitely uh, good. For just, uh, for the Bears, just real quick, man. Like everything that it seems like it's coming together. As big as it is, it seems like all the pieces are in place for, for us to have a good offseason. Absolutely, I, I think so. Um, first round, um, of course, uh, I shouldn't say first round, but the number one draft pick is the big question right now. You know, uh, Post has, has said that they've already started to kind of dive into their free agency and started to dri- dive into the draft and. You know, I think they might start fielding offers here uh, in the next month um, as it relates to that number one draft pick. We've seen talks about, you know, and I shouldn't say talks, but, you know, this is just um, fantasy-ling it at this point because it's all talk and hypotheticals. But maybe the Bears trade down from one to two with the Texans and then trade down again with the Colts um, to number four and still get, you know, one of the top two defensive guys while trading down twice and loading up on draft picks. I think that would be the 100% fantasy world. Hey, awesome. great. Awesome. Right. I don't, I don't know if that'll happen. I think if, I, the more and more I think about it, it probably will just be one trade where maybe uh, that's to the Colts or maybe um, the Raiders come up or Panthers come up. Um, who knows? But um Paul said that he, he wasn't, uh, as far as uh, a, taking a quarterback at, at one, he said he'd have to be blown away to do it. And uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think he left the door open just enough to kind of warrant some discussion so folks could get hyped about it. But we're going to be trading that pick. All right, y'all. So with that being said, we're going to get up out of here. we got a great divisional round coming up. Um, and uh, we got a great offseason on the way, man. The band's all together. It's looking real bright for the Chicago Bears. Um, for Stella yeah. Noop, I'm Chicago Jones DW. This is our view from the stands. Peace. Peace.